Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Mark Cox Morning Show. It's a Thursday, the 18th day of January. Glad you're with us. Uh, very excited uh, this hour. We're going to get to Michael Chandler in studio at about 8.45. Hope you can hang around for that. Is UFC fighter. He's uh, taking on Conor McGregor in a big match this June. He's from St. Louis. And we're anxious to uh, get him in studio and talk to him here at about a quarter till nine. So be sure and hang around for that. In the meantime, we got Shannon Bream coming up. we got Griff Jenkins uh, maybe talking about what's going on down at the border today. I know that the... Um, State of Texas had a deadline today. They had to meet to let the feds back in to open up some park that they've been blocking illegals from coming into the country. Federal government's ordering Texas to stand down. That's psychotic. And Texas has given them one of those right off the chin. Like, uh, you know, we're not doing that because we feel like we're doing a better job than you are right now. So uh, things are getting ramped up down there. We'll talk to uh, Griff about that uh, coming up. So we'll, uh, we got all that coming up for you right now, though. First, I want to get to the uh, shortlist, Carl, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school, pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and any other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content onto our children. Yeah, Donald Trump up in New Hampshire last night making promises now about what he'll do on day one uh, if he gets back to the White House. I am of the school that you either run without an opponent or you run scared. (laughs) Oh, clearly uh, Kamala Harris uh, is running scared because she is going to have an opponent and uh, all indications are it's going to be Donald J. Trump. Can I ask, like, can the ambulance not show up with lights and sirens? Um, we're trying to mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle. Uh, yeah, that that is the PR guy for the Secretary of Defense. So he's on his way to the hospital. He didn't tell the White House, and they didn't even want the neighbors to know that the ambulance was on its way. I'm in the gym training. You guys see me training every day. And... Uh, all of this is just building the momentum. This is the coiling of the spring for me to go out there and end Conor McGregor's career. So, Oh, there he is. That's Michael Chandler, UFC star, uh, who's going to be taking on Conor McGregor this June. He'll be here at about 845 this morning. Can't wait to to get him on. Grew up here in the greater St. Louis area, and uh, he's back in town for a couple days. And we're anxious to uh, to talk to him. To me, you know, Trump and Tucker Carlson went to a recent UFC fight. So I, could Trump show up to this one? I wonder. That's a good point. And, and in him. fact, there's video of uh, of Michael Chandler uh, talking to Donald Trump at one of really? those recent events. So I'm, I'm sure he would love it if he showed up. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have to ask him about that. What would that be like if you all of a sudden see Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson walking in to watch you fight? I'm I'm anxious to see what he has to say about that whole interaction that he had uh, with uh, with President Trump uh, to begin with. Should be good. Uh, we're going to get to that for you coming up here, oh, about to 25 minutes or so. So be sure and stay tuned for that. He's going to be uh, in the building here shortly, I'm sure. Speaking of uh, President Trump, I, I mentioned this a little earlier. This, this kudos uh, to this is a Boston Globe Suffolk University NBC 10 poll of likely New Hampshire voters in the state's January 23rd Republican presidential primary. Now, I, for, before I play this, before I tell you the, the results of this poll, um, I, I want you to listen to Governor Sununu from New Hampshire, because I don't know if he's on a if he's just on a different planet, if he's got access to some polling that normal human beings don't. Uh, he's all in for Nikki Haley. Listen. There are expectations here in New Hampshire. We wanted to give her a strong second. I, we can almost guarantee that at this point. And now that she's challenging to actually beat Donald Trump in New Hampshire, she's within single digits. Um, that puts everything on the table over these next seven days. And if you can kind of kind of shock the system a little bit, giving Trump that defeat here in New Hampshire, uh, that would be a great reset for the for the entire election. <laughs> so, again, I told you up front, the governor up there is all in for Nikki Haley. Now, let me tell you the results of this poll that came out yesterday from the Boston Globe, Suffolk University, NBC 10 up there. Donald Trump, 50 percent. Nikki Haley, 34 percent. Now, I wasn't a math major, but I think that's 16 points, isn't it? Yeah, I believe that's called double digits. Yes. Uh, Ron DeSantis has cratered at 5 percent. According to this poll, Ron DeSantis' support in New Hampshire is is less than the number of undecided voters. The undecided category is at 5.8. So even if Nikki Haley got all 5.8 of those, it would take her up to 38% to Donald Trump's 50. Yeah. Chances are she won't get all 5.8% of the undecideds. And again, that, that percentage of, of supposed support she might have in the New Hampshire primary is really not true to what you would see if somehow she became the nominee and went up against Joe Biden because we know a, no, a number of these people are registering as Republicans so they can essentially, in my opinion, vote against Trump. Yeah, or, or, yeah, or they're, they're independents or whatever that have decided they're going to participate in, in this caucus because there's not one for the Democrats. Right. Uh, and uh, that that is, if you haven't seen the ad for that, it, it's really hilarious. Uh, so so Dean Phillips, who's the Democrat congressman who's running against Joe Biden, the Democrats have refused to let Joe Biden debate him. Um, he, he they won't let they won't hold caucuses in some of these states because they don't want to risk Dean Phillips getting any votes. Mm -hmm. Right. This is the ad he's running up there with an actor dressed up as Bigfoot looking at the camera. Listen, I thought I was good at hiding. So I asked around, have you seen Joe? I mean, how can you have tens of thousands of people looking for you all the time and not one person find you? I've looked for him everywhere, even the Democratic primary debate. No, Joe. <laughs> you know where he is. He's in Delaware laying on the beach. <laughs> Probably. Or he's got the lid on at the White House. Yeah. yeah. How, how? I mean, he got away with that during a COVID emergency uh, the last time around where they made up rules and had 
reporters distanced at six feet from each other and drew circles around him, and you had to stay over here, and four people would show up for one of his rallies, and then Donald Trump's attracting thousands. I saw a video uh, from, uh, from New Hampshire yesterday of people sitting out in the falling snow in lawn chairs in line waiting to get into the Donald Trump speech. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. People Nobody's are very loyal that. to him. There's definitely not that loyalty to Joe Biden. I mean, do, do you actually think that, let's just say it is Trump v. Biden, that there could be a chance we seriously will not have a single debate? Yeah, I do think that. Be, would that be the first time that you can ever think of in recent history where that has happened? Well, I mean, Trump Trump threatened to, to step away from the debates because of the rules. Um, but I think he's anxious for a debate, and the Democrats are dreading that like you can't believe. They, but, they do not want Joe Biden in front of uh, a camera. I mean, even Haley or DeSantis, anyone could take down Joe Biden, I think, in a debate. Anxious anxious to hear uh, Shannon Bream's take on all of that, because I'm pretty sure she was out in uh, Iowa for those caucuses. I wonder what she's covering when it comes to New Hampshire. We're going to get to her from Fox News Sunday coming up right after the break. Stay tuned. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school, pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and any other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content Onto our children. Get up, baby! Get up! There's only one Shannon. Shannon Bream, host of Fox News Sunday. Shannon, good morning to you. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How the heck are you? (laughs) We're doing great. That was part of the president's comments up in uh, New Hampshire. Are you going to be heading up there for Fox? I am. I'm leaving today. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, yeah, so, and I'm getting out of uh, just in time out of D.C. because we have another snowstorm coming here oh, on Friday. So perfect. I'm going to New Hampshire for better weather. So what's, yeah, is it better, though? Is it going to be better than Iowa, really? I mean, that's pretty far north. Listen, that literally took your breath away. I mean, negative 33 wind chill was something else. I'll bet. That's it, my diplomatic way of putting it. It was something to watch, honestly. I heard. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was you or 
Uh, Dana Prino, somebody said, I haven't been out of the building in four days. Like, I just, I found you a reason to stay, stay inside, inside as much as possible. <laughs> what, what's your t- Let me ask you about New Hampshire quickly. I, I saw a poll this morning that said 45% of the voters in the New Hampshire primary will be non-Republicans. Um, if those are all Nikki Haley voters, if, if the majority of them are Nikki Haley voters, how, how should we read that? Well, listen, all of these states have such different, interesting ways of doing this. And in Iowa, you could change your registration that night when you showed up at the caucus. And so we heard that there was also in Iowa a big percentage uh, for Nikki Haley that was made up of Democrats and independents. And New Hampshire is a very interesting state where we're going to see a lot of that crossover, too. So is it that they really want her as the general election GOP option, um, or is it that they just want to upset Trump? Um, and maybe it's a mix of some of those things. I don't know. But these early states, this is why the DNC fought so much, said, you know, Iowa and New Hampshire are in a good representation of the rest of the country. And they know it will benefit President Biden, as it did last time around, to do well in South Carolina. But these states are quirky. And I don't know that it gives us a really good picture about the general from either of these first two. I know there's calls, Shannon. This is Kim, by the way. I know there are calls for Ron DeSantis just to stop, you know, with his campaign and throw his support behind Trump. I don't see that happening. How do you see this potentially playing out? Because it seems like he's projected to be a very distant third for the New Hampshire primary. Yeah, and I think that they've pretty much seeded New Hampshire and did so a while back. So heading on to South Carolina, where, of course, that's going to be an incredible showdown with the former governor of the state against a very popular former president and a Florida governor thrown in, if they're all still in at that point. But there's also Nevada out there. There are, you know, the DeSantis team says we're about collecting as many delegates as we can in every possible contest. We're in this for the long haul. And there's been chatter, you know, from both the Haley and DeSantis campaigns Did they stay in as long as possible in case something happens with President Trump? Now, listen, whatever happens with him legally, he could be in jail and still run for president and and probably with his base showing up, have a really good shot at winning. So it's not a legal issue. um, But what if he does get kicked off state ballots? You know, I'll, I'll be covering the Supreme Court hearings in a couple of weeks about whether or not states can keep him off the ballot. So these campaigns, uh, other than Trump, say they're going to stay in just because they don't know what's going to happen to his candidacy. Yeah. Shannon, have you had a chance to interview Dean Phillips, the uh, the Democratic congressman? If I do, it hasn't been recently. Okay. I wondered because he's released a really funny ad uh, with a guy acting like he's Bigfoot, asking if anybody right. up there has seen Joe <laughs> Biden. Uh, I mean, I don't know how I don't know how widely aired that's going to be outside of New Hampshire. But the guy poses a really good question. Well, the thing is, because of what's happened with the DNC, President Biden is not on the New Hampshire ballot. Now, you and I know that that's all haggling over inter-party business and that kind of thing. But what if this first primary um, puts out a vote that essentially says the current president didn't win, that somebody else there, you know, upset him is how it's going to sound. He's not on the ballot. There's a huge uh, push underway to have him be a write-in candidate so that he can still claim victory there. Um, We're going to talk with some of the people who are inside that movement this weekend and see if they actually think they can pull it off. Uh, Because to have New Hampshire report out um, its results and not have the current president as the winner of the Democratic primary, I think psychologically to some people are going to say, what is happening? Not understanding all the party nuance, but Dean Phillips is hoping something like that will really shake up 
that side of the ticket. Uh, Shannon Bream, our guest from Fox News Sunday. I want to play a clip from you that has kind of been covered up because of all the news about Iowa and uh, New Hampshire. Go to cut eight, Carl, please. Can I ask, like, can the ambulance not show up with lights and sirens? Um, we're trying to mm-hmm. remain a, a little subtle. Yeah, that's Secretary Lloyd Austin's, uh, I don't know, PR guy or chief of staff trying to tamp down any knowledge that he had been transported to the hospital. Is this thing going to continue to get legs? I know he's out of the hospital. Supposedly he's back in charge. I've heard General Keene and some others say this is a much bigger deal than anybody knows. Yeah, it it strikes us as very unusual in that now the statement from um, the former or the current secretary and, and, and the defense department saying essentially he's going to be at home recovering for weeks or months um, you know, we're in engaged in serious issues all across the planet that involve our military men and women. And I think the fact that this was kept from the White House is what we all find so stunning. Yes, people have private ailments and maybe don't want the entire public world to know what's going on with them. The ambulance showing up and getting, you know, a cancer diagnosis, that kind of thing. But not the commander in chief. I mean, that's what I think most people here and probably across the country find so puzzling is how would your own president not know that you're in the intensive care unit at a time we're carrying out strikes across the Middle East? Um, I think there there will be more pressing on this as more and more lawmakers are calling um, for Secretary Austin to come in and to account for what exactly has happened. Yeah, Shannon, got about 30 seconds left. Any big guests this weekend? We are still working on that, but we are heading to New Hampshire today. We will be there through the weekend and the primary and um, hope to have folks from all the campaigns come on and make their cases, uh, that final case to the New Hampshire voters before they head to the ballot box. We'll be watching. Shannon Bream, thank you. Have safe travels. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, good to get her on here. Coming up, uh, Griff Jenkins is going to jump on here with us after the bottom of the hour. And Michael Chandler, UFC fighter. Taking on Conor McGregor, St. Louisan is going to join us in studio about 8.45. Stay tuned. In fact, the majority of all migrants encountered at the southwest border throughout this administration have been removed, returned, or expelled. In Kiev, Ukraine, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. Along the southern border, Griff Jenkins... Fox News. At the White House, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. In St. Louis, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. Tell me where in the world is Griff Jenkins. Watch your back. I know where he is. He's on Capitol Hill uh, where they're talking about Alejandro Mayorkas, right? Well, that's right, Mark. Good morning. And I'm outside of the hearing room. This is the second and final hearing uh, over the impeachment against Mayorkas and the star witness, Mayorkas won't be here today. Apparently, his office says he's got a scheduling conflict. Now, the chairman of this Homeland Committee, uh, Mark Green, says that this is simply delay tactics. And, you know, I've, uh, who knows exactly what was on the secretary's schedule, but he's definitely not here. But that's not going to stop. You know, Mark, we have these hearings with Hunter Biden running down the hallways or in the case of Secretary Mayorkas, and there's all this hubbub and, and, and you know, excitement, and they're, they're at the VIPs. But, but this hearing, which is not going to get as, the same amount of attention nationwide, perhaps, because there isn't the VIP you know, star witness here, you're going to hear from two grieving mothers. They're just Americans that are victims of the consequences of this border crisis. And one's a mother 
of a daughter, a 20-year-old daughter that was killed by an illegal immigrant who's an MS-13 gang member. The other lost her child to fentanyl, which is a stark reminder that 150-plus Americans die every single day from the deadly fentanyl coming across our border. And it's one of those things where you sure wish the entire nation would be forced to sit down and listen to what's going to be heart-wrenching testimony uh, of, of these mothers, these grieving mothers. And that's why this committee is, is going after my orchids because they're saying somebody's got to be held accountable for the consequences of this crisis. Yeah. I don't know what they do next. I, I don't know where they go. I heard, I heard uh, Mike Johnson say that he said right to the president's face, you could fix this tomorrow because you've done it all administratively. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you've got in the case of what's happening in Eagle Pass, and I'm bringing that up just because, you know, we're now watching this sort of tit-for-tat standoff between the state of Texas, who basically said that the federal government's, you know, not doing enough. It's sort of, I guess, Abbott's own version of holding an impeachment hearing, if you will, because he kicked the Border Patrol out. But on the other hand, I've spent months with the Border Patrol, September, October, December, down in that little area in Eagle Pass, and they're frustrated more than anybody because they feel caught in the middle because they're like, well, at least we could do something. And, of course, they have the best technology to uh, surveil the border. And so, you know, we really are at a point where it's never been a bigger mess. Now, I will say this. If you and I were talking off camera, off air, having a beer, and you said, Griff, do you think impeaching my orcas is going to actually make a difference? And I would probably tell you honestly the answer is no. But on the other hand, it's at least forcing the, the White House's hand to continue to keep uh, keeping it in front of them as, as, as an obstacle that they can't just circumvent, which is what the administration thought they could do forever. And by the way, it's just telling in so many ways that they still – this administration still won't call this a crisis. I know. I think, I think the only thing that will allow us to see any change at the border is to replace the president. Because the Biden administration is watching New York and Chicago and other cities like that struggle, seeing students having to do virtual learning to house all these illegals. I mean, it's absolutely mind-blowing that they can watch this and be totally fine with it and not call it a crisis, to your point, Griff. Well, Kim, you put your finger on it exactly. It is the policies that were undone when this administration took over, a policy that in large shifted to a catch-and-release first policy. And that is why you're getting more than 85 percent. I mean, the most stunning statistic that, that came from Mayorkas is when he said more than 85 percent are being released. Eighty-five percent of the people crossing this border are not meeting the credible fear threshold for seeking asylum in this country. 85% or more are coming for jobs. That's why you have caravan after caravan of migrants carrying a sign saying, Exodus de Pobre, freedom from poverty. And until they change the policy, then the welcome neon sign that's blinking to the rest of the world and these migrants isn't going to get turned off. And ultimately, I think, you know, short of a policy change, the only thing that may come out of these border negotiations, and I had a senator, a Republican senator last week asked me in private, what do you think would be the one thing that, that, that you know, is most important in, in our negotiations? This is a, it's a Republican senator asking me, the reporter, yeah. I said it would be a commitment to 
the funding to be earmarked or, or, you know, allocated specifically and only for detention and deportation. Because if they fund, if they fund more staff, more bodies, all they're going to do is continue to do the processing and transporting with more people, which makes it more efficient. So in a nutshell, the border crisis, uh, the the Amazon of border crisis runs more smoothly, but it doesn't change anything. They've got a hold unless they get a deal guaranteeing detention and and removal, then it's going nowhere. Yeah, that is absolutely the truth. Uh, Griff, hey, keep an eye out for Hunter Biden since you're up there in the halls of the Capitol today. I hear his buddies up here testifying somewhere. We'll try and catch up with him and see what he's got to say All about right. that cocaine on the gun. No kidding. Griff Jenkins, great having you on, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. See All you. right. Bye. Talk to you soon. Griff Jenkins there from uh, Fox News. All right. Uh, coming up, we're going to uh, get Michael Chandler in the studio here shortly. I'm excited about this. He's a UFC fighter. He's a St. Louisan. Um, apparently, and I, we have to ask him about this. When we get him in here. Bo Matthews has been uh, texting me this morning pictures of Michael Chandler d- jumping in a, a an ice bath like every morning. Like I guess he does this regularly. That's like a new trend. Oh. I'm sure he's doing oh. with the what he's doing physically to his body. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, what the advantage is. We'll ask him. Uh, when he joins us right after the break. Stay tuned. You know, Michael Chandler is in the studio right now. UFC fighter about to take on uh, Conor McGregor in June in a big match and happens to be back in his hometown. I guess we can call St. Louis your hometown, right? Hometown, man. Born and raised right down Highway 30, High Ridge, Missouri. Jefferson County, baby. So, (laughs) it's uh, yeah, it's good to be back in the old stomping grounds. I was here for, you know, 18 years and then went off to Mizzou just two hours away and then Went off to the West Coast a little now, while. Now, you weren't, you weren't wrestling uh, when yeah. you started out, right? Yeah, Northwest High School under Ron and Bob Wilhelm. Um, and uh, still great friends of mine. And then went off to Mizzou and then kind of followed Tyron Woodley, you know, another local sports hero here in town. And then Ben Askren as well. So they started fighting. I was like, well, I'll give it a try. Back in August of 2009, I've been trying it ever since. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a lot of success. I mean, yeah. Uh, was that a, a natural transition for you? I mean, it, it was. It was definitely not something that I, you know, I was in love with the sport of wrestling. I think you have to be, I had to be singularly focused on wrestling. And yeah. then right about my senior year, I realized when I got done at Mizzou, I wasn't going to continue down the path of wrestling anymore. Figured I'd try this thing called mixed martial arts. And <laughs> here we are 15 years later. And it's been a been a wild ride and a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. Um, so, this fight with McGregor that's coming up, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Have you fought yeah. him before? I have not, no. Yeah. But it's been about a year in in the making. We were on a, a show called The Ultimate Fighter, uh, a reality show for um, – it was over 12 weeks over this last summer on ESPN. So that was that was good. Um, a little bit of animosity there, a little bit of a rivalry. And he's uh, kind of slow-stepped his way to finally, you know, announcing that we're going to be fighting in June. You know, there's a lot of red tape that's been going on with him, the UFC and all that different stuff. But it's – uh. Help me uh, build some patience and practice some patience. But either way, June 29th, we take the Irishman's head off. I know that's going to be a big fight. And I also know that Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, they showed up to a recent UFC fight. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. who 
who was fighting at the uh, time. I was there. It was, yeah, it was uh, Colby Covington. That one, he was at the New York fight, and then he was also at the in the Vegas fight as well. And what if he uh, shows up to yours? No, I mean, I, I hope I hope he does. Um, it's all. It's actually really always awesome to watch because when you're watching in the crowd, they they start playing the Kid Rock American Badass. <laughs> yeah. There's like a the glass break, <laughs> and then everybody, the whole entire crowd goes wild. So anybody that ever said that they didn't just absolutely love Donald Trump inside the arenas was absolutely <laughs> wrong because the entire place went crazy with I him, bet. Dana. Uh, Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson. It was uh, it was great. Joe Rogan was with them. Oh, Joe that's Rogan. Right. Yeah, I mean, so you know, they're uh, the UFC is very, very, very good at, at understanding what their audience you know loves, and they do these cool walkouts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, if you got the president, former president of the United <laughs> States, possibly the, our next president of the United States, that walk coming to the fights. It's pretty cool. Michael Chandler, our guest in studio right now. You got to talk to. There's some video you talking to to President Trump. Yeah. What were you talking about? Um. So I've I've seen him. I've met him a couple times. Um, but yeah, I always want to go up and, and pay my respects and and uh, you know and get a picture and, and hang out. Um, I actually this last time I wanted my wife to, to meet him. Um, the first thing he said to me was, "You were oh, you're from Tennessee, right? Well, I poll really well in Tennessee." You know? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's I'm hilarious. Typical Donald Trump. Yeah, like, that is of so course typical. you poll well, poll well in, in Tennessee. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, just uh, you know, anytime you get a, a few moments to, to speak to a, a president of the United States is, is uh, really really cool. And uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, so you were in where Memphis? Uh, I'm in Nashville, 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 okay. Tennessee. What took you to Nashville? Man, we uh, I was on the West Coast for a while, um, but then I started training with a team down in Florida. So the coast to coast travel was not going to work with with living in California and training in Florida. We didn't necessarily want to move to Florida, um, but so Tennessee was on our radar, Missouri, and then Texas, and then we kind of just settled in Tennessee. I opened up a gym there, a great place to raise a family. It's close to Missouri, so my my parents can come on down whenever. I go I go up to to St. Louis and visit them. My my wife's family is from Columbia, Missouri. So okay. we're uh, within, you know, 6-7 hours. Oh, it's not what, bad at all. Yeah. What's your schedule like training? I mean, t- to do these big fights. So once I get into training camp, it's two a days, you know, two workouts a day or three workouts a day, wow. 5 6 days a week. Um but right now it's just kind of staying in shape, um making sure I kind of lay a good foundation. I'll, I'll lay a really good solid foundation between January, February, March, hit really really hard camp April 1 down in Florida. And, uh, yeah, just eat really, really well, sleep well, train hard, and Groundhog's Day every day. <laughs> so, I, 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 did, I mean, I, I'm familiar with the sport. It's not something I follow regularly. McGregor's been retired for a while now, mm-hmm. right? Well, he uh, it was a pseudo-retirement. Yeah, okay. he, he retired himself by pulling himself out of the what they call the USADA testing pool, which was the drug testing stuff, ah, right? Okay. So he, he right. had a really, really nasty bad leg break. So I would never, I would never fault a man, uh, you know, for it was a real injury, right? Right. Um, so he had to do what he had to do, but now he's he's back. He's back in the drug testing protocols, and that was part of the the, the holdup of this fight. But um, yeah, so he he's been off. It'll be it will be almost one month shy of three years whenever we step inside the octagon, Jan uh, June 29th. Feeling good about it. I feel great. You know, it's yeah. been, been a long time coming. I mean, obviously, as I said, the the year or the word for me in 23 was practicing patience and controlling the the things that I can control. I could not control when Connor was going to come back, could not control what the UFC was going to do, could not control a lot of things. But obviously, working on business outside of the cage with hiatus and the other companies I have, focusing on my family, focusing on myself. But it's... uh. It's all come to a head. It's been the coiling of the spring to uh, knock this dude out. Well, I know how tough what you do is, but you got to answer something for me. Mm-hmm. Our mutual friend Bo Matthews sent me a video this morning 
uh, in a snowstorm of you getting into an ice bath. That's got to be tough, man. Yeah, I mean, I love, uh, so I will say, (laughs) one of my greatest fears and the things I hated the most was cold water, cold, you know, cold temperatures. So I I was like, hey, if I'm going to be a great father, fighter, husband, like world champion, I want to be this guy, but I'm afraid of a little cold water. So (laughs) about a year ago, I made a commitment that I was going to do a lot of ice baths. um, And I've been doing it pretty regularly, but doing it in the snow. That was also for a little bit of the shock factor. I wanted my kids to see that that their dad's a little bit crazy, you know. (laughs) I say, hey, the channel. Our motto is Chandlers do hard things, right? So I got to lead by example. So jumped in the ice bath, did a little snow angel, did a couple front flips, and then uh, jumped in the hot tub. But everyone's doing that. I feel like everyone's getting these ice baths, and I mean, Joe Schmo's doing them. Yeah, I mean, quick. uh, You know, you'd be very surprised uh, mentally and physically what an ice bath, cold water immersion um, does for the physiology of the body. So just quick three minutes at fifty degrees or less. Besides, besides fighting, before I run out of time here, I want to talk about this this tequila brand. You're in Mm -hmm. town actually for hiatus tequila. You're going to be doing a signing tonight. Uh, at Lit Cigar Lounge out yep. in the Chesterfield Valley, I and think Maui's it's at seven. Liquor. Yeah, that's at seven or yeah, yeah seven or so. Um, everybody can check it out on my Instagram at Mike Chandler MMA, and then uh, Hiatus Tequila's uh, Facebook page. But yeah, they've they've been around for about five years. I invested about six months ago. Came in um, as an owner because I loved the I loved the co-founder or the founder's vision for creating a real tequila the way it was supposed to be created and we're at a numerous places in in st louis here so you can you can find it on the shelves it's it's come a lot tequila's come a long way i mean i'm a big bourbon guy but uh, there's so many great sipping tequilas out mm-hmm. there now it's not that tequila used to do shots of with salt and lime when yeah. you were in uh, college well right? and that's the problem everybody's <laughs> like oh i'm not a tequila person i'm yeah. like well you yeah. might be a hiatus tequila person right our our blanco is a legit sipping blanco i sip it on the rocks maybe an orange twist or lime twist whatever you want but you would really like our reposado which is aged six months in whiskey barrels or añejo which is aged 12 months in whiskey barrels too so you get that little bit of brown little oaky a little bit of sweet um coming from the barrel so yeah, i think yeah. you'd like it well, I, I think it's fantastic that you've come back to your hometown. And mm-hmm. you're going to see any friends while you're in town? Man, if uh, if my hiatus team lets me, they, <laughs> these guys got me going. You know, we just did another radio show. We got another one after this. We're, we're hitting the ground running. We uh, When I'm on these trips, I'm, these are work trips for me. Yeah. So I'm like, give me a 12-hour book, book solid day, and that's what we got today. So. Well, again, uh, I know for sure Lit Cigar Lounge out in the Chesterfield Valley there. Um, close to the factory if you haven't been out there before. And uh, you'll be showing up there, what, what did we say, 7 or 7.30? 7 7 so, yeah. yeah. And there's Maui's yeah. Liquor uh, earlier than earlier that. Earlier well. than that, so, yeah. so we're doing some bottle signing. So Outstanding. Everybody come out, pick up a bottle, a signed bottle. Michael um, Chandler, uh, UFC star. It's an it's a honor to meet you, my friend. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. You as well. Appreciate you guys. Good luck in June. Thank you. We'll, we'll all be watching. Let's do it. We'll put it on for the Lou. Yes, you Knock will. Knock out for St. Louis. That's awesome. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We're out of time. Kill Meat is up next, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.